0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pit Stops to Podium, the Rev Partners podcast where we talk to execs who have competed in one, taking their companies from high growth to high scale. Well, my name is Brendan Tallison. I am the co-founder and CEO of Rev Partners, and I'm excited to have with me today Jeff Perkins, the CMO and head of product for Park Mobile, the number one parking app in the United States. Welcome, Jeff.
1: Hey, Brendan. Good to be with you.
0: Yeah, well, hey, Jeff, before we get into some of the fun facts, the big idea for today, uh, how about you give our audience a little bit more flavor on who ParkMobile is?
1: Sure. So, uh, you know, hopefully a lot of your listeners actually have the ParkMobile app. uh, We're the number one app uh, to pay for parking in the United States. We are in over 450 cities. We have almost 25 million users of the app. And uh, in the app store navigation category, we are, we are ranked number three only behind Google Maps and Waze. So it is one of these really big, very widely used apps. And if you've ever uh, been frustrated with paying for parking at the, the meter or paying an attendant, uh, it's a really fast and easy way to just pay on your phone and be on your way.
0: Well, I can attest to that. I have been a user in the Atlanta area, Pont City Market for sure has been much better, (laughs) having your app. So we appreciate what you've done. Well, Jeff, I know uh, you know a little bit about you just because you and I have worked together in the past in a a different life. But um, for our audience, before we get to the big idea, I'd love for you to share a few fun facts uh, about you outside of the business world.
1: Okay, so outside the business world, a few things you should know about me. Um, I'm uh, from Philadelphia. So I'm a lifelong, long-suffering Phillies, Sixers, uh, Eagles fan. Um, now I say I'm from Philadelphia. I'm from a, a part of Philadelphia. Some people refer to it as Southern New Jersey. Um, so really, a Jersey kid. Um, exit four on um, on the Turnpike, if you're interested. Uh, and so, as a good Jersey kid, uh, you know it's it's like a, a requirement uh, for people, you know, you grew up in Jersey around my age to be a big Bruce Springsteen fan, which I am. I've seen Springsteen about 32 times in concert. I'm really looking forward to getting back to live music so I could, I'd see him, uh, again. So I've seen him a lot. I've seen him in all kinds of venues, including I saw his Broadway show twice. So huge Springsteen fans. If anyone out there wants to go geek out on Springsteen, uh, I'm all in, just, just ping me on LinkedIn. Uh, and uh, the last fun fact is that I am, um, I'm a very good Peloton rider. So if, if anyone has the Peloton bike, uh, you could find me on the leaderboard. I've, I've had the bike for a long time. Um, I'm about, I think, 600 or so rides in. And my leaderboard name is Bald Guy. Uh, Bald Guy. And so there's a lot of different... There's like Now there's like Bald Guy 1, Bald Guy 2. I'm the original Bald Guy on Peloton. So uh, oh, if you think he, if you think he can beat me, come come at me, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that. I have a... A, um, a makeshift Peloton, but I, at some point I'm going to have to upgrade and, and, and compete with you. it would be fun. Well, Jeff, I, you know, you are uh, one of the best CMOs that I know, uh, one of the best is at creating brands. And I, and I love the big idea for today, which is as a CMO or in really in kind of a go to market executive role, how to not get fired. Uh, so I think it's a very applicable uh, topic. I know it's a you know, high stress type of role, especially when you are in that segment of a high growth to high scale from a performance perspective. But let's let's dive into that topic. Um, and, and let's start with, you have three kind of key pillars, and those are focus, flexibility, and speed. Uh, so let's start with focus.
1: Yeah, so, you know, the way I, I, I think about this, and I actually, I, I've just finished writing my first book, um, and I'll, I'll just plug it. It's called how not to suck at marketing and it's coming out, um, later this year. But as I was writing the book, I was kind of thinking about, all right, what are the things that I've done, um, differently than maybe some of my peers that have, that have helped me from, or prevented me from just getting fired, you know, cause the CMO 10 year, uh, average CMO 10 years, usually around 18 months, uh, sometimes less. So CMOs for some reason don't last very long at companies. And I've actually, I've had a track record where I've, I've beaten that almost at every company I've been in, at every company I've been in, I've, I've lasted much longer uh, than the 18 the month average. And I, I boil it down to, I think, three key things. And the first one uh, that you alluded to is focus. Now, when you are a, a marketer today, or even when you're a, a sales leader today, um, th- the most important decisions you can make are not necessarily like, what to do but it's what not to do because there are so many things you can do every day there are so many tools out there uh, that you can buy and implement for your company um, and and so it's like just shiny objects everywhere which is always bad for marketing and sales because we're all kind of add and then you have all these shiny objects so no wonder no one gets anything done but i found that having a, a real laser focus on what are the key things that you need to accomplish uh, to, to, to fix problems and drive the business forward? That's what marketers need to do. I like to do uh, a fill in the blanks exercise, um, and, I, and it's all problem based. It's like it's like we are not growing revenue faster because of blank. We are losing customers because of blank. And and when you start to fill in the blanks of to what your problems are, uh, it becomes very easy to focus. Right. So if if you're not growing revenue faster because you say lack awareness, you know that everything you have to focus on is driving greater awareness for your business. Right. If you are not closing deals that are in the pipeline because you're you have a, a feature disadvantage in your product or solution, you have to go fill that gap. Right. And 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 do those things that are the most critical to driving the success of the business before you do the you know, a million other things that you could do uh, that'll distract you from the core activity. And and so when I think about focus, it's really focus on tactics where you can draw a direct line from what you're doing as a marketing leader to impact on the business. And if you can't do that, you have to rethink what you're doing.
0: Yeah, the, I think the, the theme that I hear there is clarity. Uh, and ultimately, that drives alignment. And i like to fill in the blank concept. Our, our CEO at our company talks a lot about, it's almost like a, a like an if then type statement. If I say yes to this, then I say no to this. If I say no to this, I say yes to this. And it's all about that idea of focus and, and just being very intentional about what you uh, spend your time doing to ultimately drive the the, the best outcome or, or the, the right result. Um, so Jeff, let's transition from focus and let's talk a little bit about flexibility. Yeah. So
1: flexibility is really important. And uh, I've seen in my career, a lot of marketers fail. Um, I've seen them come into an organization and then they're out very quickly. And and when I think about why they failed, it was because they, they were too rigid in their approach to the job. They believed they had the answers to solve all the problems based on some framework, or based on what they've always done at other businesses, or based on what the leading analysts in the category say, that this is how you do this. This is how you generate leads for a business, right? And what they didn't take into account was that every business is different. The dynamics of every industry is different. The competitive set of every uh, every industry is going to be different. And so the approach... In any company, even companies that have similar products or in similar industries, the approach is going to be different. Uh, You know, maybe in some companies you have a big budget, maybe in some companies you have a very small budget. Uh, Some companies uh, you have a real competitive advantage versus the versus everyone else in the category. Some you don't have a big competitive advantage. And so as a marketer, whenever you go into a new job or you take on a new responsibility, the most important thing is that you're not so rigid. In the way you work that you're not constantly course correcting, but you have to do stuff, right? You have to get stuff done Mm -hmm. and then you have to see what's working and see what's not working and not get romantic about the things that used to work at my last company that aren't working at your company and and get rid of those things and only focus on the things that work. And so I think that flexibility is critical. Uh, When you get into an executive position, and you're reporting to a board and a CEO about marketing results, um, they don't want to hear that you're not changing course if things aren't going right. Um, They want to hear that, hey, we didn't drive as many leads as we thought we would, we didn't generate as much pipeline as we thought we would, but here's what we're doing to fix it quickly. And so it's that flexibility that's critical in in maintaining your credibility with your, your, your leadership of your company, and in being able to just, you know, get rid of the stuff that's not working and figure out what's the secret sauce in the business I'm working on now that's going to deliver results.
0: I like that. There's also an element of what you're describing as humility in the sense of just because it worked in one place doesn't mean it's going to work here and it's okay to not know, but you also have to act to your point and take initiative to ultimately drive the outcomes that are expected with the business. Uh, and I think sometimes that's the fault of the, you know, the CMO and why you see that that high churn is because they try to apply the same uh, type of model that was successful in one place. that isn't successful here. And they're not willing to adapt uh, to the current climate or circumstances within that business. Okay. So we talked about flexibility. we also talk about focus. Now let's talk a little bit about speed.
1: Yeah. So speed is critical in, in, when you're a marketing executive. And I've seen people come into an organization and they have their playbook and they're like, okay, I'm going to go and, buy this marketing automation platform. And I'm going to go engage this consultant on a rebranding and I'm going to go, uh, rebuild the website. And they take on all these really big challenges, you know, like, like rebranding is really hard. Building a website for a business is really hard. Um, installing ripping and replacing a marketing automation platform, or just installing a new one is super hard. Right. And so those are all things that you know, you need to do as a marketing leader, you need to have a strong foundation in place, but you have to deliver wins along the way. And so if you are a marketing leader, you own a company and nothing you do is gonna see the light of day for 18 months, guess what, you're gonna get fired pretty quickly, <laughs> right? So so it's a common mistake though, marketers come in, big plans, long view of, of you know how long it's gonna to take to do everything. And oftentimes they're right. Like, if, like, hey, we need to rebrand. Hey, we need to rebuild the website. Hey, we need to replatform our marketing automation technology. But if you do all that and you're not showing results in the interim, people are going to start to look at you and your team and say, what are they doing over there? And that's where you really get in trouble. And so right. my approach, uh, especially when I'm starting fresh in either a new role or a new job, is to do what I call a a quick win strategy, which is all all designed around speed and delivering things quickly. And so, you know, I'll come into a company, I'll look at, all right, here are all the things I need to do, what can I get done now? And oftentimes I'll neglect the bigger things early on, do some of the things that have to get done right away and I know I can deliver. And like the simplest thing, we don't have a brochure that our sales guys could give out at trade shows all right let's go build a brochure we get that done in you know a couple weeks no problem you finish the brochure oh you know we don't have um we don't have any good display ads that are to run you know on the on the websites we advertise on all right let's let's do some some better display ads Those are easy to do you crank them out you put them up um and so you start finding these things where you could actually make an impact right away and what happens is that people start to see what you're doing people like wow wow, that marketing team is really getting a lot of stuff done. They had a new new brochure. They just launched some new collateral. They refreshed all of our display ads. And none of those things take a long time to do. They're all all pretty easy. Um, But what the impact is that you start to build credibility within the organization as a marketing leader who is action-oriented and can get stuff done. And so as people start to see you doing things, they say, oh, uh, well, it earns you that credibility. You need to take on the bigger projects that you need to do. So my advice to any marketing leader is, you know, yes, do the big things. You have to do the big things. You have to have a strong foundation to build off of for your marketing program. But put some runs on the board along the way. Right. <laughs> don't go off into your uh, black box and just you know don't tell anyone what's going on. And then you're going to emerge twelve months later. Ta-da! Here's here's all this great stuff I've done. You have to show results along the way. You have to have a quick win strategy. And it's like it's just like in baseball. It's the teams that play small ball, just you know, putting runners on base, putting runs on the board. Those are the teams that win versus the teams that everything's a home run swing, right? Okay. So, so focus on speed. What can I do now? And how can I make the biggest impact as fast as possible while I'm trying to put together my bigger plans for the long term?
0: I love it. This has been a fantastic session. I think it's the anti-playbook playbook playbook, uh, for for any CMO moving into a new company, talking about focus, flexibility, and speed. Well, Jeff, any final thoughts as it relates to this playbook that you've just outlined or framework we should maybe call it instead?
1: Well, if you you like this content, obviously my book, How Not to Suck at Marketing is coming out uh, a little bit later this year how not to suck at is the URL. So uh, go get on the list. Uh, but on that website, how not to suck at I created a list of the, what I would consider the best marketing resources. So if you're interested in just learning about, you know, more marketing stuff, or uh, you're looking for what you're a marketer, you're looking for the best of the best stuff, uh, go to the site because I have a really good resource library there that, that you probably get some value from.
0: Great. And you're also pretty active on social. If anyone wants to follow you on Twitter or LinkedIn, how can they uh, engage with you?
1: Yeah, probably LinkedIn is the best. Just look me up on LinkedIn. I'm, you know, I have a you know my profile, just Jeff Perkins, CMO of Park Mobile. Uh, and on Twitter, it's uh, at Jeff Perkins, the, the number eight. So um, I, I tweet a lot about business stuff and I, I post a lot on LinkedIn about business stuff. So if you're interested in what I've talked about today, that's a good place to, to keep in touch.
0: And for the active people out there, if you want to, and you're competitive, you know where to go on Peloton to to find Jeff. So, hey, Jeff, really do appreciate the time. Uh, I'm sure our audience really enjoyed this and they know ways in which they can engage with you going forward. So thanks so much. All right, Brendan. Thanks, man. Take care. Talk to you later.